Okay, so in the immortal words, words of uh, Captain Kirk, take us out. Good. Yeah, nice. I like it. Uh, welcome to the Science Fiction Rating System. I'm Chris. Over there is Sam and Alex. Hello. Hello. And today we're going to be watching and then chatting about uh, Star Trek Generations, which is the uh, connection film between the old Star Trek that we used to know mm. to the new Star Trek that we used to know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the next generation uh, <laughs> cast. Um, do you want to have a quick chat about Picard while we're here? Because this is kind of the reason why mm. we're doing this, right? Well, I'm only one episode in, but I don't mind talking about it. And if the, you you can spoil stuff, I'm fine because I'm going to watch it. But I'm three in, and I think I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were out after the second episode, weren't you? I mean, I would have been out after like the first five minutes, like. Yeah, <laughs> they do a bit of fan service mm. with like. I, th- data. I think um, I think it worked in Generations' favour having watched Picard because I oh, was yeah. nostalgic for this old, <laughs> yeah. all looking proper. But Chris, didn't you say it gets uh, better in the fourth episode? I think it gets better because it becomes more like an episode of Star Trek. Oh, okay, and I, I mean, I just hate flashbacks, which seem to just pepper the whole. Mm all three episodes so far and it's the same information as well which is oh it's just not very well like put together it's not at all it's not it's it's so much more of a discovery show than it is a star trek show yeah. it feels so much like star trek it feels away. like a fan like novelization yeah you know like these and out of canon books that you, yeah. you used to do it, i think it's it's worse than that even because it's got this whole there's this whole, like, because of Trump being in power, they've got to make it so political and make it about, like, um, someone po- posted an interview, like Picard, um, Patrick Stewart, about saying how this isn't how the Federation, you know it. This yeah. is much more mm. relevant to now. And, like, that's the beauty of Star Trek to me. It's not relevant to now. It is yeah. like a utopian kind of future. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... The that's crew a, never yeah. used to argue between themselves. They used to work together to get shit done. Well, you, you couldn't have a crew like that that argued because it's not... I mean, it's a military thing, isn't it? It's a, the function of the crew is to follow the captain and... But also, they're supposed to be the best of us. They're supposed to be the future mm. yeah. of, of humanity. Yeah. And now they're I mean, effing and jeffing and arguing. Yeah, that's that's the swearing stupid. Also, I'm not sure that the person who wrote it understands that Starfleet isn't the Federation, that they're separate entities. That seems to be completely <laughs> lost on them, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, which is a bit weird. And yeah, I just don't like the whole... Um, like the way they treat Picard and stuff like that. The problem with it is for me is like the overriding problem is that if you try and treat Star Trek like this in a more kind of political intrigue sort of way, it kind of quickly mm. falls apart because it doesn't work, does it? Like no, like the, the Star con- Trek the scarcity doesn't work, does it? Like it doesn't. No, because yeah. Star Trek is a procedural about like mm. the Navy in space. Yeah, yeah. and they've yeah. tried to make it like a soap opera. Mm. Which, but to be fair, though, Deep Space Nine did that, and I, I, I loved it. Deep Space Nine, I think it worked because they did it within the parameters of how the world works. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want, I want procedural. I want to see, you know, I want to see ships and people getting shit done. It's also, yeah. I mean, bit, I'm, go on, sorry, it's a bit of a waste of a science fiction program to be about our current political climate. I mean, that's not what you'd want to watch science fiction for. Surely, you want to watch it for kind of like you know, new ideas and amazing concepts and kind mm. of weird and wonderful like 
well, you couldn't do that in a normal program, and that's why you have science fiction. I mean, they used to approach a, a different political subject every episode. Mm. Where, you yeah. know, whether it's you know gender or you know some sort of um, you know injustice or yeah. you know it could, yeah. like every episode was literally something different, mm. and now it's just wallowing in crap. Like I just, I mean, I do think Star Trek can, I mean, not Star Trek. I think that like science fiction can do current politics, yeah. but mm. it's just that there's so much baggage attached to this. And especially cause you're actually using characters we already know mm. Yeah, that if, and especially cause the way like they've like brought like Hughes in it and there's like all these little, little tiny nods to like mm. people who know Star Trek well, yeah. that it kind of, it really breaks it in a way. Cause it's so yeah. much that doesn't make any sense of how it's I working mean, or those, those Romulan like, uh, bad people i mean yeah. they're so it's so poorly written i mean they're, they're literally like having a little evil aside all the time <laughs> to themselves yeah, yeah it's ridiculous mm. i mean and, uh, yeah. yeah and the way they've got to invent like another new secret society on top of a secret oh, society man. and that's all like done very straight face yeah. and i was thinking this is the most ridiculous considering there's like <laughs> a board board cube in all of this i mean i'm really not yeah. very interested in they haven't really got my excitement up i mean it's yeah. ridiculous but also like the tau shiar like there's nothing to stop them just using them is there? like they already exist they've been they're quite cool in next generation they're really good in yeah. space nine why not just use that rather than go oh no these are like what are they called the vag, vag they need a new like yeah difficult mm. difficult to pronounce need, name no, i oh, it's it's infuriating <laughs> yeah and it's a shame because like I don't know. It, I, I do like. It, there's a. It's that like that Logan thing, isn't it? And mm. and they are. I think they're what they do Alien, which is doing like a Ripley, like yeah. sort of a bringing back a beloved character who is old and can't do what they used to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of bits when he tries to run and he can't run properly. <laughs> like it's a really, it's a really nice sort of not nice, but it's just an interesting thing to do, isn't yeah. it? Just, and they just waste it. And you can see why it is. It's definitely the writing, and it just has that discovery, especially discovery season two thing of like. They're writing to the end of the episode and not knowing what to do next. Mm. And they're not really... I don't know if they're like willfully ignoring the legacy of Star Trek or if they're just kind of that thing of like, oh, well, yeah, it's Star Trek, but now it's dark. Yeah. You know, like I think maybe they, they think the... like, oh, I know better. Or like, yeah, it's Star Trek, but I want to put my my spin on it or my my take yeah, on it, which, and is... which isn't really what people watch it for, so... Yeah. There's this fashion of like not telling you anything in a in it and then right at the end they give you what you want literally as a last shot. Yeah. So like yeah. seven and nine pops up like right at the end. It's basically what you it's like Force Awakens and you say, <laughs> Oh I, it was great to see George uh, Luke Skywalker in the Force Awakens. Yeah. 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 Fucking Two seconds. bastards. <laughs> yeah. It and after something like the uh, Mandalorian, mm. this just seems really old hat, yeah. like you're watching yeah. Lost or something. Like well, it's. I, yeah. I wonder if the Mandalorian, because this was made what the same time, or I mean, what kind of more made, or less? Yeah, more or less. I but maybe how? Time, yeah. uh, let's hope that the Mandalorian is so good and it was so well received that people no. do start changing how they're making things. You don't think they might? I think there's a, there's a fundamental problem with this Alex Kurtzman guy who's in charge. Oh, the, yeah. the creator team who's running Star Trek just clearly have an idea that isn't Star Trek mm. or is like this version of Star mm. Trek. I mean, it is, and I say it again, it is, it is so like Discovery's second show, yeah. not Next Generation sequel, which is, you know, I know you two like Discovery more than me, but like it isn't, You've got to think that Discovery's not old Star Trek, no, is it? No, no, no. For better or worse. And this is that 
in the future. It's lazy than... to the point that they're even, they're even like using the same like models, like the CG models from oh, Discovery, God. like the yeah. same shuttles and ships. And it's like, there's like a couple of hundred years difference. Yeah, that's stupid. It, the thing is, like, I don't know what I was expecting because, like, Michael Pill is dead, the guy who did all the good stuff with Deep Space Nine and stuff like that. There's no one creative left there who was there originally now, obviously, because it's 20 years later, isn't mm. it? 30 years, 20 years later. And any time they give a creative like Patrick Stewart as much involvement as he's had, you, it's never going to go well, is it? No. Because he's not a writer. No. You know, it's like Shatner directing Star Trek Five, isn't it? <laughs> he shouldn't have been in the writer's room. No. No. Well, it gets to the point that like, all this generation are actually making are really just like fanboys of it all. And whatever yeah. Patrick Stewart says is going to, they're not going to question really, are they? No. Um, yeah. I mean, a shame. Gene Roddenberry, I'm not sure what he'd think about it all. Well, I mean, he's, he, he's a rainmate. The original Star Trek shit. Like I don't think it's him. It's the it's the Berman pillar like axis that made Next Generation good when Roddenberry died, and then made Deep Space Nine and Voyager. That's what I miss mm. because that's an old fashioned television library. You know, churning out twenty four scripts a year, or whatever, mm. Mm. with lots of like um, external writers being put in a writer's room making a thing. Yeah. But with that, and, it, and it really, it's the limitation of the budget, isn't it? Yeah. The cohesion it is. it had to be yeah, there yeah. because yeah. they had to work within a I mean, they built a, a set and, and then they yeah. probably had like one other location every episode. Yeah. yeah. Or one other set they could build. Yeah. And um, you lose that with prestige TV, don't you? Which doesn't matter if you make a good story, but it isn't that. And the characters are bland and boring. I mean, three episodes and we're still on fucking Earth mm. with Picard That's and the, in this, this bloody chateau. And then yeah. we on the fourth episode we get into space, but then then they've made an exact copy of the chateau on the holodeck, so we're still in the fucking <laughs> we're still in the chateau. Oh wow! Oh, oh, oh wow! Okay, and it's like but you're saying seven nine does turn up at the end of it at least. Literally, yeah, like a Luke Skywalker. Uh, um, maybe so. But the next episode, episode five, looks batshit crazy. Right. Okay. Because they're, I'm sure I'll get back to it. I mean, point. there's like. Patrick Stewart's in a pimp hat with like a what? <laughs> with like an eye patch. What? <laughs> oh god. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah, it looks look, great. Look out for that. Uh, I think they go down to like a casino planet and it all goes a bit Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so this is basically the film that we should be talking about is <laughs> Star Trek Generations. Um, and this is the first outing of the Next Generation cast, which sort of, they started making the Next Generation in 89, I think? 1989? 87. Um, 87. Sorry? 87. 87. Yeah. yeah. And by this point, they were probably raring to make a movie. Well, this but, is the, the show that was ending. They were, they were in production on this yeah. as, at the same time as the end of Series 7. So they were kind of... It was a seamless... They didn't stop, basically. went straight into this from the last yes. season. Oh, wow. Next gen. Um, and the, the director of Star Trek Generations, uh, David Carson, has such credits as Coronation Street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit nuts that they gave this guy a feature film, isn't it? I mean... Like, he'd done yes. a lot of TV stuff, but he'd never done anything on this scale. I mean, he'd done four episodes of Next Gen, which, yeah. is like, I think some of the cast had directed more than that. <laughs> um, but, you know, this was... I mean, 
it, it's got a particular tone. It's, it's quite a slow film, I think, this one. But really let's, slow. let's get into it. So, oh, you guys you guys had seen this before, right? I think yeah. I saw this at the cinema, oh, yeah. you know. I think I did too, yeah. yeah. It was a big deal. Oh, wow. I, yeah, wow. Um, yeah, so we... When, when was the last time you saw it, Chris? Sorry for you, Karen. Probably like a few years ago. It's not one I really watched. No, me neither. Like, I, haven't, I haven't seen it a long time. No. I... But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I watched it a few times in that era when it came out, I think. Yeah. Because it, you know, it, it I think it does look good. Like, the the Enterprise looks good. But it's basically, a lot of the sets, costume, I, I think it would have been an easy film to make because a lot of it is already existing, you yeah. know, from the TV series. So a lot of decisions had already been made. So I think directing this one is kind of a different, when you approach something like this, it's probably a different thing to starting afresh with a, a new film, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, this is the time when you had to respect canon and what had gone before. And that doesn't really happen nowadays, does it? No, although yeah. it's funny, I read that this was made after Roddenberry's death, and he was really, really opposed to like the two team, the two like series merging. It's one of the things he didn't ever want to do. So as soon as yeah. he died, they were like, "Right, where's all those ideas we're not allowed to do? Get them all out!" Like, and this was yeah. obviously one of them. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. So they concoct a, a way of somehow getting uh, Captain Kirk into the future to interact with uh the new crew i think they're probably a couple of hundred years difference a hundred years no, difference 80 years 80 yeah 80 years 80 later years. Years. yeah yeah so we start on the launch of a new enterprise where uh captain kirk is not actually the captain of it we've got ferris bueller's mate who's the captain <laughs> uh who's a bit useless oh yeah uh, it didn't make yeah, a lot of really sense, useless. though, because I think the whole crew's no. useless because they all just sit there quiet while, yeah. while uh, they get a distress call. Um, Do you know? You know you why, got, would, why would you go out without all that stuff on the ship? You know, like, I mean, it doesn't make ship. any sense at all, right? No. They're, no. At, they're, they're at Earth. Yeah. They're yeah. launching, but they're the closest starship to this thing. Yeah. They're in the solar system, right? In the solar system, yeah. yeah. And... This there's no thing, one else around. Yeah, there's no one around. So the like the capital of the Federation, which has got thousands of thousands of planets, mm. and a, presumably a humongous fleet. Yeah, to police that, and we know it. There's a star base, some close somewhere around the Earth, with like dozens of ships docked. The shipyards there, isn't it? Yeah, as well. Yeah. So the Earth is undefended in general, is it? Like just, <laughs> and this is, and it's still, they're still well, the Klingons at this point, aren't they? Well, they've always got, the they've always got beef so. with someone. So yeah. <laughs> there's no ship. I mean, yeah. a lot of films, Star Trek films, start where we're the closest ship, but we're yeah. also <laughs> at Earth. Yeah, I think yeah. there was a wasn't there the one where they go back and get the whales. <laughs> yes, the whales. Yeah, yeah, they, were, they right. were just turning up, weren't they? Again, something is. Like floating past Earth and causes so much destruction, but the only ship within range is the Enterprise. Um, it, it's not a bad. I, I do. I have to say, it was. I don't think it's a terrible setup. The fact that they're kind of 
wheeling out Kirk and Scotty and Chekhov for this like very ceremonial, ceremonial like, oh look at these old duffers, eh? You know, you used to be on yeah, the ship, yeah. didn't you? I quite like that. I like the disrespect of that opening. I quite like yeah, it. I like oh, how yeah. Scotty goes, it's a fine ship. You failed to mention that they actually don't have anything on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not my, my underlying note for this bit is that this feels like a showreel that they made to prove they can't use the old cast anymore. Oh, yeah, like, yeah man. It's so bad. Yeah. They're like, look, look at the state of this. The makeup the is caked on them. Yeah. The yeah. Make, like, you we, can see it. Like well, it's like, and the fact that maybe they filmed it and then took it to Shatner and went, Shatner, look, I know you think it's the, the thing, but just look at the state of you guys. This is a mess. Yeah. And the fact that so many, what isn't it? DeForest Kelly was too ill to be on it. Um, no. yeah. What's his, um, Leonard Dimoy refused to do it completely, yeah. flat out. Uh, Sulu, George Dakai wouldn't be the captain. Because he said that Shatner didn't want him to be a captain. Well, he hates Shatner. Well, yeah, and he said because he would then during that scene he would have to be demoted temporarily for Shatner to take over, (laughs) and he didn't feel that that Sulu would like should have that disrespect at that point. There's massive beef between them. Well, I don't know why Uhura wasn't there. Rank. What was she? They actually think the Starfleet rank is a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) Did you notice uh, Tuvok from Voyager? Yeah, is is that canon? Is that he's supposed to be? (laughs) No, he's playing a human there. That same actor is playing a human. He's a human. And also that that guy from 24, you know, the security guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. The ginger guy. He's working the con. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, there's lots of you see that a lot in Star Trek the same actors pop up in yeah, dif- as yeah. different species and things um, the uh, yeah so basically they have to go and rescue these ships which have been sucked into this gravity well type mm. thing the ship's pretty crap Yeah, really can't crap. do anything yeah. the only person which can go down and fix the <laughs> deflector <laughs> is Probably the like one of the most senior people in Starfleet, who's an old man on the <laughs> yeah on the bridge. Yeah, um, yeah. That scene. Down. And this is remember as well. This is the flagship of the of the Federation still. Yeah, and it really is. This yeah. is the crew. What's going on? Yeah. Skeleton know. crew as well. It's not that they haven't got all the kit. They've got no people yeah. either, right? Well, they don't have any medical um, at all, do they? Because Chekhov has to do all the medical stuff. Suddenly, no. Yeah. It, that scene I mean, when he get, when Kirk goes down the corridor and he's banging against the walls and does yeah. a little, it, he just looks so terrible. Like it, it just looks awful. It's like, awful. It looks also, bad. you know, the, you know, on the bridge, they made a really bad decision with that. You know, they, they've done, like the futuristic press have got those like spotlights oh, they have great. on the yeah, yeah. on their oh, yeah. faces, but like it just shows the makeup so badly, doesn't it? Like there are these yeah. awful lights. Do you know these little recording dictaphone things? Do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what they are? Those recording devices. They're mainly what, in hand- actuality. Yeah, they're mainly handheld video game con- things, yeah. like Game Boys yeah. and stuff, basically. Uh, Just in there. I love, I love <laughs> identifying hand props. Yeah, that's yeah. It, it's great. <laughs> it's one of my best pastimes, actually. Um, um, I actually like Scotty. I think he's a good character. I like yeah. it when he popped up in. Ge- he popped up in the Next Generation one episode. It's yeah, one of the best episodes yeah. of Next Gen. Good episode that is. Um. So basically, the ship gets hit. I do like the ship, though. It's a nice ship. Mm. No, I don't like that kind. Of, it always reminds me of my, my grand's furniture. That that ship does that kind of like, <laughs> yeah. like seventies old person kind. Yeah, of Yeah, but in styling, though, they, they've got very distinctive eras, don't they, Starfleet? And I do like how they stick to it. Mm. Yeah, I like to stick to it, yeah, but I just don't look a bit. I'm more of an enterprise man. Oh, are you? Okay. I like my angles. Well, not the D. You don't like the D. 
No, D's too like <laughs> like round. And... I was never a fan of the D either. Um, yeah, I'm E all the way. Uh, yeah, what's, so... what's your favourite Enterprise, Alex? What Enterprise do I like best? Yeah, what's your favourite? Um, this one's the B. This one. This is the B. You know what? I quite this like. This is an Excelsior I, class. I I do like the uh, the next gen one, but I, I I quite like the old school. You know, the old school Kirk and you know that one. So do I. Uh, very I like, like you know, it's very pointy. I quite like that. It's a yeah. very unique design, isn't it? The, the design of the A's working. Yeah, I think, yeah. I like the uni- I like this red uniform that they've got in this old period as well. Do you like the uh, like yellow? Um, cheap chairs have got with like massive stickers of the Federation logo on the back of them. I like that. <laughs> yeah, like kitchen furniture. Yeah, it is. It's totally. It's like bar stools all around the yeah, yeah, yeah. bridge. I mean, it's not a very well designed bridge, really. Is it? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's like it's been designed just for this press conference. <laughs> That's what they spent the money on the chairs, maybe. Yeah. So usually, what's happened when uh, the Navy gets a new ship, they have like a year where they test the ship before it gets mm. handed over to the Navy. Like mm. the manufacturer checks it. Mm. Uh, that doesn't seem to have happened in this <laughs> no. scenario. No. Um, yeah, so it gets hit and there's a massive hole smashed in the side. Uh, they... Oh, I've got a note to ask you a question yeah. here, Chris. You know, when they show the external shot of that hole. Yes. Is, is the scale off massively there? Because it looks like the whole ship's about eight people high. Is that right <laughs> or is that wrong? No, I, I think it's, it, makes, it makes the ship look massive. Yeah. No, when they show the the hole on the side, yeah, um, and like they zoom out from it, it's tiny. Uh, I'm looking at that I'm now. To find the shot. I'm trying to find the shot myself. Oh, but... oh, I'll put the shot up on the on the chat. You see, so you saying literally, if you pull a person out and you count up, it looks only about eight, about eight people. Eight people. High. That is only the engineering oh. section. Remember. So that makes the deflector dish there about three or four, four people high, five people high uh, maybe. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, I suppose. Hmm. And that's quite a small deflector dish compared to the, yeah. What, so what I love about that scene is that they, 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 isn't it that Chekhov wasn't there on the bridge when Kirk went off, was he? He'd gone off. No, yeah. no he was fucking so, around with Guinan. So then... Yeah. So Kirk and the captain. So Kirk goes off, dies. Then the captain and Scotty end up with that big hole, and yeah. we, as the audience, know Kirk's dead, and Scotty yeah. and the captain do, but Chekhov yeah. doesn't. And no. Chekhov goes, "Oh my god, was there someone down here?" And Scotty just yeah. goes, "Yeah," <laughs> and then it yeah. stops because. But obviously, the next sentence is Chekhov going, "Well, who? Who was down here?" <laughs> because yeah, 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 he yeah. doesn't say who was down there. We're all supposed, to, "Oh man!" Yeah. Like it's yeah. kind of a bit of a dick move of Scotty. They should not have to just um, say. Like, had the voices fading out while he just keeps yeah, going. Yeah. Ooh, just ooh, the whole ooh, conversation. Ooh, it just ooh. <laughs> we go out into space. Me, help me. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. fuck with me. Was he really in here? <laughs> Why did you let him go? They probably should have seen yeah. what it said as yeah. well. <laughs> so what we gathered was that uh, they beamed up the crew from this ship before it got exploded, and they got uh, within the crew. There was uh, Whoopi Goldberg mm. and uh, Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. Um, and they're Elorians. I... And it was mentioned. It's mentioned briefly. I don't know if it's at this point or later mm. that they are refugees, okay. and they're yeah. refugees from the Borg. The Borg. Yeah. yeah, which I... haven't been discovered in this period yet. Yeah, 
No, no, but that's canon though because that's when they meet the Borg in I. No, in um, I. What's it called? The Q episode. Yeah. Anyway, the first Borg episode. Guy but, mentions that. that yeah, but it doesn't make much sense in the sense that. Say the Federation receives all these refugees from somewhere. Oh, of course, they're not all right? going away again, are they? And yeah. they don't go, we need to tell you about this yeah. race of like, yeah. robots of not, that yeah. blew up getting... our planet. No, that, so I was thinking they all, get, all went back into Nexus, but they don't, do they? No. no. And no. also... Well, they don't, because Guinan's working on the fucking Enterprise. Yeah, it's a real dick move from Guinan, really, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> not going to mention it. <laughs> I never knew... Until literally, not even re-watching it, but actually looking yeah. into this film, that they were the same alien race, that Guinan and that Malcolm McDowell the same alien race. And I think yeah. that's completely the fault of the film yeah. for not really that making... That Yeah, wins. but because she isn't really an alien, it's just how she acts is a bit alien. Yeah. They don't make them, they don't give them a definitive feature. So I just was like, oh, he was just on that ship with her. I didn't get it that they were the same. The fact that they're the same race is not a plot point, though, is it, it really? It's just well, that it's they're in, on the same ship. The only, well, it is a plot point in that they both don't age, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They've got longer, yeah, they've got a longer, longer lifespans. Lifespans, Well, the weird yeah. thing about it as well is that, like, Guinan on the show often mentions about all the mysterious shit she can do and mm, things mm. she's seen, and she's quite like a... You know, an odd character. It's like yeah. she's a bit of an oracle on the Enterprise. Though. Yeah, it's yeah. implies she's got telepathy, all sorts of yeah. things that she can do, and yeah. they never really mention any of that, do they? Like he's just a human off from a different planet than this, which is weird. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure they they've got any powers as such. I think they're just they're just wise. They live a long time and they listen. But now, actually, now you said it, Chris. There are I wrote it down. They say 47 of them out of however many it is that yeah. die. But you're right, hundred. that's 40... If you don't count uh, Malcolm McDowell or Guinan, yeah. that's still yeah. 45 other ones that could have said about the Borg and... Well, well no one could have said. Like, imagine, like, 45 people appear out of a rip in space. Mm. The first thing you do is some, like, big fucking debrief for those people. They're sat in yeah. Starfleet base for months being debriefed on where they've been and what they've seen and things like yeah. that, aren't they? Surely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also, if they've just come from literally their planet being destroyed by the Borg... And they're in the Nexus. Wouldn't they've used the Nexus to go back and kill the Borg? Uh, well, let's not get onto that yet. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's nonsense. The way that they use that uh, later on. And then the yeah. So they never tell Starfleet about their biggest future enemy. <laughs> and also, the Borg are from the other side of the galaxy. So it would have taken them literally about a hundred years to get to near Earth, and then they get sucked into a fucking like yeah. they get all that way. And then, just by just Saturn, yeah. <laughs> they they get sucked off. Um, All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then we skip to the future. Hang and on, before on. we go on, do you, want, do, you want, do you want a wholesome Whoopi Goldberg thing? Have you have you seen the uh, yeah Whoopi Gold Picard on that show Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah. No. Have you seen that, Alex? No. It's on like loose women. Oh, the, yeah, it's, it's like the, the uh, oh, the, yeah, the yeah, the thing. Yeah, it's called the 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 something, isn't it? The the, uh, yeah. the and she asked him to come back. Oh. So he asks her to come back, and she's yeah. like, "Yes, I'll come yeah. back." Oh, well, that's it would have nice. been funny if like the actual producers would have gone, uh, no. "Patrick, we can't <laughs> afford." Yes. Someone turn his fucking mic off. We we can't we haven't cashed that check. We can't do it. But also the like, streaming she, numbers are shit. She publicly accepts and then they go, Yeah, we can give you ten pounds. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, well, they come back after the they come back after the break. And it's just like someone's sat there in a suit, going just to uh, like make you aware that's not a legally binding contract, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. that uh, all discussions here are not uh, agreed by CBS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going into the future. And it says 80 years in the future, does it? Something like that? Yeah, yeah 83 is what we, we are half around this podcast and we are 18 minutes into this 12. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the first bit. I'm going to get okay, through cool. this very quickly now. Yeah, because this next bit is terrible. Yeah. So they're on a sailing ship. Nonsense. And we're all like, oh, we're in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they've got a Klingon and they're going to like... Imagine, imagine if you if you only ever watch Star Trek, you never mm. watch Next Generation. That cut, yeah. you'd be like, "Well, this is fucking stupid. Why are they on a sailboat? Like, who are these guys? Like, if you only knew the Kirk Star Trek, you didn't know anything about Next Generation. Isn't that why he's getting promoted, though? No, but like, no, wouldn't you just be like, "Why? What is this boat? Why are we on a boat?" Now? No, but no, but like. That's why the whole this whole scene is this, isn't it? Because and they're assuming there's people who have watched original Star Trek and haven't watched Next oh, Generation yeah, yeah, and yeah. be like, why is there a Klingon on board? Yeah. So they're promoting it okay. so they can say okay. to him, oh, he's got this uh, rank, you know. Fair enough. They're having lots of fun with the mashing up of yeah, things. fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Um, the, yeah, so they're making Walt the Plank. Nonsense, uh, though. How do you get an invite to this thing? Who's, who's on this ship? Yeah. Who are the people Just who the aren't the main cast? senior staff. So the, the Enterprise bridge is being crewed by uh, runners or something at the students. moment. Students. Yeah, so do you students. think that like, the, the rugged people with, like... They've got like, loads of people with, like, hats on. Oh, no, they're all holograms. Yeah. They're holograms, right. Yeah. Okay. No, it's yeah. it's like only about staff. ten real people there, probably. or like. Yeah, I think it's just the officers, right? The, it, yeah, it okay, did make okay. me speculate because you know, in the literally in the next scene, they all turn up on. Did the Did you bridge. think all the rest of the Enterprise crew dressed up as like Cockney sailors going? Yeah, I thought like, there's like <laughs> no, like Wharf. It's like Wharf's promotion, so he's asked to do like a, a guest list, and he's invited all his favourite people from the ship to come and be on the boat. With he him. doesn't have that many, maybe, yeah. or maybe they're not and allowed. He just invited all the men with sideburns from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's the only people people yeah. socialise with. Yeah. Yeah. It, it did make me speculate. <laughs> Like, because then they, they have an alert and they all run to the bridge and they're all still wearing the stupid outfits. How many times has that happened? And what more embarrassing outfits could someone be wearing if they well, ran just, out of a they holodeck? They Robin Hood, don't they, in one? They yeah. run, but, like, yeah. considering that you could be doing anything in the holodeck and then you're called to the bridge. I mean, Riker. I mean, this is why on a real ship, they wouldn't put every single senior officer in the holodeck at once, <laughs> would they? Unless they were in dock or something like that. No, you'd think they'd, yeah, they, they'd make it. Well, this is obviously a promotion event, but they've just decided to do it in this setting, right? They they make it sound like it happened because it doesn't Riker say, "Oh, no one's ever been able to grab the hat before." Yeah, like it's it like every it happens time. all the time. Like you're yeah. like the bloody, yeah. like you're the. It's like they've got a little tradition. I quite like it. Yeah, but it, I know it's bullshit. It's, like, it's never happened on this on the TV show. No, what like so you sound like the, no, the guy that's always said, going on the holodeck in the TV. No, show. The, the thing I hate about these films, right, is they overpower eyes. They make pals over one. Everyone's friends. Everyone's fucking friends. Mm. In the show, Picard was not friends with people. No, right, it's a bit weird. Uh, uh, him and Dan never talked Data and, and LaForge are friends mm. he only came to the poker, poker game in the very last episode there wasn't this big I chummy chummy thing going on I problem with their relationships in this compared to the TV show I think there is massively uh, I, I would like to flag up because this is the first instance of it this film seems to hate Beverly Crusher I would say. Yeah, she is the worst doctor in Starfleet. But she never managed to fix anything No, the and this is the first <laughs> scene where 
she's like abused and there's a bit there's a nastier <laughs> one later on um, yeah. <laughs> but basically when she gets pushed in the water why do we see it in slow-mo for some reason it's almost like well you see you see wharf in slow-mo as well someone's obviously enjoying yeah. the old they want us yeah. they want to uh, see him get wet <laughs> let's yeah. watch that again yeah 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 so uh yeah captain picard receives some bad news and then he walks onto the you can see it's a holodeck he walks onto his ship it's, and... a, it's also sorry it's also the crappiest demonstration of councillor troy's powers oh he must be upset yeah everyone can fucking see he's upset love he's just stormed i off. mean that's the joke he's... through the whole series <laughs> yeah, isn't it that, like she's just literally time. looking at a sad her man going, absolutely sad. Yeah. <laughs> looking at a sad man <laughs> it's yeah. true like you look at someone and go he's a sad man no shit i mean basically in the series like they'd have someone about to destroy them and she'd go I'm sensing some aggression. <laughs> you see, again, though, that also annoys me because by this point, there's the last two series of Next Generation, they make a real effort of making it, like, giving her a real character, like, they give her an actual uniform, mm. and she starts doing stuff yeah, more, yeah. and she really regresses to that sort of old yeah. Yeah. stereotype in this yes, film. She never reached, yeah, she didn't really use her power in this, does she? No, no, not at um, all. No, I mean, you think she could uh, have sensed Malcolm McDowell's a dodgy piece of shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, then we see the Enterprise, the new Enterprise, which uh, looks lovely in this lovely uh, sun setting. They fuck around on this space station for a little bit. There's a whole beat. Is it, like, Picard's all sad, isn't he? He's like, oh, yeah. Because so, he's got news and he's really upset. Sad ha- had, a, uh, you on. guys know more than me. Had they ever mentioned Picard's brother and yes. his... Yes. Before? Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I just was like... He yeah. goes back there a couple of they times. They whole yeah. episodes where he went there. Okay. Chateau burns it's, down. Uh, it's really emotional. Okay. Okay. Totally emotional. Fair enough. I love the, um, I love the fact that um, Jean-Luc Picard uh, has a photo album. For some reason. Oh, yeah. Why? Oh, yeah. Why? It, it, I mean, people nowadays don't really have photo albums so much. Why would he no. have a photo album? It makes no because sense. Because he lives in Victorian times well, and the future. Yeah, we do. But again, like, learn he, that. D- he didn't. It wasn't as like campy as this. And it wasn't as... He wasn't emotional about things in the show. No. You he know, I like, I like his little moment where he gets... You know, he... If you've got Patrick Stewart... Let him do his thing, I think. I mean, I guess they are trying to draw a very, very direct line between Kirk and Picard. Both men sacrificed their lives to... You know, they they went for career over family. And they're very heavily trying to say, oh, look, you know, you like Kirk. He's a bit like that. Oh, look, Picard's like that too. But but I agree. I didn't feel like that was very, like... I don't remember the character being like that in the show so much. it, It feels like a hard sell on making him this character in the way that like first contact feels like a hard sell on making like a Bruce Willis character. It's just mm. odd that they try and mm. yeah. force him into these things. It just feels a bit weird. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so this is, and this is B plot of data. Oh um, my God. Receiving an emotion chip. <sighs> Fucking hell. I mean, uh, I, I would say this film isn't bad generally, but it's pretty awful. But, it, this the data stuff just makes it almost un- like almost I think it's unwatchable. Just like watching a, an okay episode of Next Gen, I don't I don't think it's a good movie. Oh, the data stuff is so infuriating. I was I was yeah. just like I was just lo- there, there's literally a scene where well number one there's so many times where either Data himself says can you turn this off and they don't yeah. <laughs> like, 
Like they all refuse to do it. All those scenes where people look and go, you know what? We should probably turn that off because it's it's actually dangerous. Yeah. And no the one thing does. Is like, though, like that is such a trope of the TV series yeah. of like he is like a lethal weapon who's out of control all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Even decommissioned yeah. first thing, which is why I love in Picard the TV series yeah. when they reveal they've made a whole race of these datas <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they're surprised and they go mad. It's like no. There's no way in a million years anyone would have commissioned a second one of these things because the guy's a liability. He's a constant liability. Yeah. And now you've got the whole I mean, of Mars being run faster, by him. More, <laughs> he's more intelligent than anything. You just wouldn't want him no. around, really. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but he's, he's all those things, but he's also prone to going rogue constantly. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. always breaking down. He's always like putting people in danger. Yeah. Just... They never really <laughs> sussed him out. I mean, they've changed a lot of things to do with Data. Like I remember in one of the early episodes, Crusher could actually read his mind. <laughs> they do play a bit faster yeah, than that. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a great bit when, yeah. when they go on the station. Uh, yeah. There's a bit where, where he opens his arm up and they both look inside his arm and they nod. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. What, but I don't know what that is. Yeah. But then there's the, oh, I love a panel. I love a panel. Yeah. It's always oh, it looks full nice. of LEDs. Yeah, it looks nice. <laughs> but there's a, he literally, he, he, Data makes a joke. And he walks yeah. out of frame, and it just, it just the camera holds on Geordie, just standing there with this look on his face, like, "Oh my god, I have to put up with yeah. it." But you're like, the audience, number yeah. one, you're like, I, "I'm, I'm with you, mate." But then you're also like, "No, yeah. hold on, you could fucking turn that off. Go and turn it off. Like, just take it out of his but, head." But, but also. This emotion chip, which they repeatedly say before that, is untested and untried. Yeah. Maybe don't send him on a fucking away mission with a thing turned on. Like, yeah. you know, don't... <laughs> Again, I mean, but this is kind of a trope of Star Trek in the sense of they do make stupid yeah. decisions. Oh, it is, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Data being definitely like that is a definitely a trope. I mean, yeah. considering that the Enterprise is really powerful and Data could take hold of it, and, mm. yeah, you just don't do that. No. <laughs> no. Um, th- you might have noticed that the uniform... So we're all over the place. Oh, are they? In this film. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's going on with that? Now, there's a really good video, again, by that guy I keep bringing up. Junk, he should, junk he should pay us, this guy. The science guy. <laughs> yeah. Ball <laughs> yeah. Media. Junk Ball Media, I think it's called. Uh, mm. Now, there's, yeah, Abandoned Uniforms. I'll just put, send you a link to that. Basically, they designed a whole new uniform for this film mm. yeah. and actually started shooting with it. Oh. And oh, right. uh, but it looked like shit, <laughs> and because they could just couldn't get the tailoring right, because they'd had literally about they'd had so many seasons of next gen that yeah. they changed the tailoring so they got it spot on. Oh. Yeah, and um, you can actually buy you can buy the uh, action figures for this film, and it's got oh. the. The oh, uniform, wow. which wasn't used, and they, they fit awfully, don't they? Yeah. There's a like Riker in particular. Yeah, looks, because he's looks wear, he's wearing Avery Brooks's uniform from uh, Deep Space Nine. <laughs> what? That's why what? he has to have his sleeves rolled up. What? what? Because the, they hang on, hang on. They, they couldn't tailor his own no. suit. No, it was like a last minute decision. <laughs> Why would and you make something mental. out of a material, or why would you do something that you couldn't then alter? That seems really like. Well, because they still needed it for Deep Space Nine. They're <laughs> <laughs> making a Hollywood film. They just make him a new they one. They didn't have much confidence in like... this film then. If they were like, "Oh, we'll just shoot any old shit," like, don't worry about it. Like, yeah, you it is like really noticeably baggy as well, isn't it? And also, they've done his hair different. He looks really yeah. Like he just got out of the shower. It's odd. Yeah, I mean, they never they keep. Uh, Patrick Stewart in his next gen one until he goes down to the planet and then yeah, he's, got, yeah. <laughs> he's got like a, a Voyager style one 
Yeah. But with a purple sh- undershirt, which is a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like he's sort of a, he's going to like a, like a cocktail thing, like after work dinner sort of thing. He's yeah. like yeah. dressed down slightly, but there's important people there, so he can't go all yeah. the way. I mean, I kind of like it because it's kind of, you could say this is, maybe they were doing a changeover during the film. <laughs> Like during this well, in, period, in world, yeah. yeah, yeah, in world changeover, and because it's the flagship, they've like we given all the samples to like yeah, go yeah. and try Literally, and see the guitar choose back. how you wanted yeah. to do it. <laughs> like in 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 next gen, I think the first seasons that you could see in the back there's background men in skirts and dresses. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so. That's that's why Riker's uniform looks mental. And um, speaking of reused stuff, actually, you're talking about that. Yeah. Uh, what's going on with the like massive use of the Deep Space Nine theme throughout the soundtrack on this? Oh, Do you notice no, that? No, I didn't so, notice that. Deep Space Nine. So there's a theme that plays. It plays on the bit at the end with Shatner and Kirk, uh, Shatner and Picard doing the horses, and it plays at the end credits as well. And it also it's plays not the same the track bit. though. It's just the tune is similar. No, but it's but it's clear the same guy wrote it. This is this is yeah. the year after Deep Space Nine yeah, starts, yeah. and it's using so much of yeah. the theme tune, yeah. but slightly different. It's a good. Theme tune. It's a good yeah, I, like, why, I like the but music. But why recycle it? Like yeah. write something new. Like you say, that, it sounds like nine it's song. a theme of this yeah. film. Is that they just do whatever you could just use what you've got. Like don't worry about it. Like. Yeah. It's very strange. I mean, that's kind of like, yeah, you've come, you've got the toy box when you start directing one of these films, I think, and you can just, I like how he's just gone, yeah, stick him in that. Let's use, <laughs> yeah. let's use this. Yeah, but we can't use, no, they can use that, use that. Uh, it's great. It just, oh, I don't know, it just seems weird. Uh, yeah, so uh, McDowell kidnaps Geordie. Uh, Did you know there was a whole uh, torture scene that's been cut out? Yeah, it looks like he was knocked about a bit. But yeah, because Soren by Klingons. No, no, he so McDowell. Soren on, yeah, on, on tortures the Forge because yeah. he says right. when you see him with the Klingons, he says his yeah. heart just wasn't in it. And basically, the deleted yeah. scene is that he uses yeah. a nano probe to stop and start Geordie's heart as a form of right. torture. But they cut that out. Right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, bit. That's another trope of the series, though. Geordie always getting tortured, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, yeah, or bit Geordie. dark that. Yeah. Um, and then we, what happens? Oh, yeah, the stellar cartography. That's cool. Uh, a new room this in the, the Enterprise b- we've never this seen. This is the bit I always remember. Yeah, this I is, love uh, that. The one scene that I, yeah. yeah. It's a good, I like how they've stuck in an area in the ship which we've never seen before. Which Don't is, you think it thing that's felt a lot smaller though than, like, I remember it being massive and it just didn't feel as big as that. Yeah, I mean, there's certain time. shots where it does look big and yeah. somewhere it doesn't. But, I mean, it's a three-deck in in the uh, plans, it's a three deck thing. Oh, it didn't. But do you know if it was on the technical specs before the film? Was no, it, it wasn't. There? It was put it wasn't, in right, after. Okay. But then it's uh, in everything. That's a shame. That's a shame. Um. Yeah. So the it's just, a lovely idea, isn't it? Though. Yeah, it is. It's great. Yeah, it and, it, really and really, great. they would have that, right? Yeah, they would have yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's another uh, scene where uh, Data says, "Please, I don't want these emotions." And Picard yeah. just shouts, "I'm it. not fit for duty," yeah. and he's like, "No, you fucking are." <laughs> he turned yeah. it on. You're going to stick with this emotion chip <laughs> yeah. throughout yeah. this extremely dangerous yeah. mission with millions yeah. of lives. And we're going to put you. We're going to put you on the at the con yeah. of the starship front Enterprise. and center. You're going to yeah. deal with this, yeah. Data. Get over yeah. it, you little baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the story is Malcolm McDowell's destroying stars to move the nexus so he can jump back into it mm. 
Because um, he can't do it in a ship. He has to be yeah, in atmosphere. Can't do That's it in it, a isn't ship. It? I think yeah. one of the biggest problems of this film is that Malcolm McDowell's not a terrible actor. He's not. He can be a good actor, mm. but he can mm. be a good actor. But I mean, he does, he does his thing. Yeah, That's exactly. His thing. But his character has absolutely. You just don't understand his motivation at all. Like, no. it, it's just not a good enough motivation. Well, it's kind of a drug addict motivation. That's what it is. It reminded me quite a lot of um, Spock's brother. You know, the whole going to see yeah. God thing. Derek. It's a bit like yeah. that. Oh, I'm, we just yeah. need to go and do it. It's not really. Shakari. Yeah, it's not really much more yeah. than just because he has to. It's not really enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's a bit of a pity because it, it's not a good enough villain, really. You know. No. And it doesn't actually make any sense that you a ship doesn't work. But standing on a planet does. Yeah. Standing on a planet and the destruction it would do to a planet yeah. when it goes by still wouldn't kill you. Yeah. Um, because it, also they know the route this thing's going through the whole universe, don't they? They've got this, this thing, trajectory, this ribbon, yeah. haven't they? Through yeah. everything. So you'd think that if you get far enough out, you could probably like manufacture some of the atmosphere necessary in the way, couldn't you, in some yeah. form? Yeah. Well, you could just get close with the ship and beam into it, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. quite a lot. Of, it feels like there's quite or a lot of answers. Beam in its way in a spacesuit. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. there's no like the thing that it needs. I I thought was mm. the Nexus needs to be a threat in a way because there's no one like if Soren went to the Federation and went, I want to get back in this Nexus thing, right? Mm. I'm going to try and do it. Yeah. Why would they not want him yeah, to do that? Yeah, that's what I kept you know thinking. What I mean? no, that's what I kept thinking. There's plenty of like his his yeah. method is destroying stars, but but him getting into it. No, no one's hurt by that, are no. they? So no, it, it, no, he he wants to go and do it. That's fine. Go and do it. Like yeah, it, it's a bit of a weird. Yeah, you don't really understand why. Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense at all. It's like they've, it's like they've started from the the back end of it in a way and mm. thought, well, we need a threat now. Oh, the threat is it destroys stars. Oh, but it doesn't. The guy's doing it does. Mm, yeah, you know, like there's too many steps of. I like I how know. there's some like a selfish person who's just needs one thing and he doesn't mind. He doesn't ma- mind about blowing shit up. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, it just it actually doesn't make any sense what it is. No, because... you need a stronger conceit, don't you? Definitely, yeah. yeah. Because once yeah. you're in it then there's an idea that you can actually go to any point of time and leave yeah. it. Yeah. So this is, yeah. Well, that's another problem. Yeah. That's a second yeah. problem, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. That's, Which there's two problems. Which yeah. make any sense. I mean, that, that first problem, as you say, that idea that, that of like an addict who has, has like been to heaven, literally been to heaven and come back yeah. and wants yeah. to go back to heaven yeah. is a strong idea, isn't yes. it? Mm. Yeah. But everything about the, the, the actual technical idea of that working is the bit that doesn't really work that's the problem isn't it yeah yeah it would have almost um, been better if they'd been helping him and then mm-hmm. they'd 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 exhausted all their ways of getting him into the nexus and then they would have basically mm-hmm. said oh there's only this one other way but that would involve all these people dying so we can't do that yeah, yeah and then yeah, he went yeah. oh, all right i won't do that and then he was like Haha, i'm gonna do it like at least then yeah. you'd feel that there was like a like it made sense a bit more like yeah. although i thought like I was thinking, like, what if there'd been, like, there's all these unexplained stars that had blown up over the years yeah. and no one knew why it kept happening? Yeah. And they're investigating that in a way. So, yeah. like, yeah. as he was trying to perfect it, something like that. So they got more of an angle rather than just, like, all the Klingons are and here. And if there was an anomaly which killed Captain Kirk... Yeah, they'd investigate. ...and badly yeah. damaged the flagship... Yeah. ...would they not have investigated what it was anyway? Mm. Yeah, and dropped off the only survivors of the Borg. Let's yeah. not forget. Or are we yeah. supposed to conclude that that was such a PR, PR nightmare that it was all covered up Bush in tush. a weird way? 
Yeah. Like that. What's also weird though is that because the guy in also says the fact that like once you've been there, you, you all you want to do is get back. So those forty three pe- three people who did turn up. You think all they could talk about was yeah. Oh my god, oh, heaven's in this river. See, that would have been much you better know. plot if if the ones that had all survived were all yeah, converging like on a planet. Khan's group trying to yeah, get like all of them uh, were yeah, coming yeah, together yeah. in this place yeah. to all go back together well, like sense. a death. But they're cult, all like, like super a, geniuses as well. Yeah, and, and you make it even better by like Guinan's going yeah. back. She's conflicted. She's part of the ones who she's going to go back with them, but she doesn't want to yeah. because of damage. And she like yeah. tips them off or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that would have been way better. Um, um, yeah, because then she's there as well. Like there's a mm. residual Guinan in there. Yeah, which is weird. Um, the other, sorry, just to mention as we were just as I flagged up the uh, Beverly Crusher hating. The second moment of hating Beverly Crusher comes. When the Klingons implant the uh, the thing to look yeah. out of Geordie's visor, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and yeah. the joke is that these ugly Klingons say, "Oh, aren't, <laughs> yes. aren't human women disgusting?" But so okay, that's a joke. But also, we are looking at yeah. Beverly Crusher at this point, so we are calling Beverly yeah. Crusher repulsive. So this is the second time, and they put her back in season three uniform, which is nice and tight <laughs> around the ass on this one as well. Sex her up a bit. Um, yeah, it just made me yeah, feel yeah. like the f- someone didn't like her who made this film. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe the director just didn't get on with her very well yeah. and just thought, ah, yeah. yeah, I'll get my get my own back. <laughs> and then how to basically get around the defences of the flagship of the Federation, you basically <laughs> have to go and get the number which is in yeah. bold on a screen. Yeah, on the, Why the don't screen, they yeah. work out straight away that that's what the Klingons have done? Like, why can't they work out that they've obviously Absolutely. got their, like, they've obviously must yeah. have their frequency. As soon frequency. as their weapons hit, you think that would go. Yeah, change. This is the same frequency as our shield, yeah, so to change we it. should probably change the shield frequency. Yeah, it's because so stupid. What, just by chance, someone could hit and get through, right? Yeah, because they could just, yeah, random number, yeah. Because it's not a very long number. It's only three numbers <laughs> in a decimal. Yeah. What, it's it's yeah. two, five, seven, decimal four. Yeah. yeah, you'd think a computer running all the numbers would get to that number pretty quickly. Yeah, like if it's just firing I on every modulation it... until it hits the right number. Yeah, they could do that thing with the Borg, don't they? About how they re- they they remodulate the their shields all the time, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Um, which is a nice idea, but yeah, yeah. kind of. And you <laughs> can't the end of that idea. with the Borg. You can't remodulate. Like if you remodulate, uh, and it's got any sort of pattern to it, they can adapt. Yeah, and by definition, you can't. It can't be random because a computer's doing it. <laughs> so yeah, it's very yeah, it's very strange, pathetic really. Uh, it's good, good little space battle. I like a space battle. Yeah, um, you have some Klingons, haven't you? Some yeah. good explosions going on. They separate the ship, which you know only happened in the first ever oh, episode of Next Gen, so and good. then happened here. That's so. great. It, uh, in how many episodes of Next Generation does Picard uh, order a Earl Grey tea or Grey hot? Only, oh, man. not many, about seven or something, isn't it? Oh, he spawned seven. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Didn't the first time he order it, he gets like a bunch of flowers or something by like the, <laughs> <Don't know. laughs> the like there's something wrong with the the replicator. <laughs> uh, tea or Grey hot decaf. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so Data figures out that... No, War figures out how to kill the Klingons. Data does it. Geordie, um, Geordie does a cool roll under the door. 
Yeah, he, he looks does, that. He does a, a he lot, yeah. That. That's yeah, his move. Yeah. Everyone else, get out. I'll be last out. Yeah, yeah, I'll go, and roll. Rolander. It'd be great if he didn't Jolly. get out in time. <laughs> <laughs> just got chopped in two. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like his torso. He's screaming in pain. And it's the wrong side. And then he's like literally feeling down the corridors to get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they separate the ship. It blows up. And then they still end up crashing. Yeah. Which is... Uh, I love this, though. Yeah, that's, that's all brilliant. Is, but this crash. meanwhile, what was Picard's plan? Being down to planet, skulk about a bit <laughs> and try and have a chat. Just kind of well, talking... Like a big Shakespearean chat yeah, between two Shakespearean talking actors. Talking round. I mean, yeah, yeah. that bit when he notices the hole... And he, mm. the, he like... It's like a cat. He crawls through a hole, doesn't he, in some rocks... Mm. And then he's yeah. half in the hole and half out, like a fat cat stuck in a yeah, like yeah. a door. It's, and he just gets shot at, thing. doesn't he? It just looks so lame. Like, it looks so yeah. stupid. Like, it's a bit embarrassing. That whole thing's because the way, like, like Malcolm Dow stood there for ages just messing with that panel, doing whatever yeah. he's doing to, like, organise really his rocket. Location oh, it's a really shitty location. I was just going to say, it's, it's an terrible, awful yeah. location. It's so boring. Yeah. It's just obviously a desert on this planet. Like, in California. Yeah, it's, California. It's, they've not yeah. even it's, tried. It's just next, next to the quarry where they normally go and, like, yeah. put a red Just around the corner the is where that monster is, where they, like, <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's bad. Oh, God. We've already done an hour on this. 50 minutes. We're near the end, though. We're in the Nexus in a minute. It doesn't make much sense because what happens is the sun blows up, the Nexus sucks them up, then the shockwave goes across the planet and destroys the planet. And everything, and everyone. The the shockwave would have had to gone over the Nexus to change its course, which would have destroyed the planet before. So it's not a very good plan. It's just a basic error as well, isn't it? Yeah. In terms of logic. Yes. Because <laughs> they, they, they loudly, repeatedly explain... Yes. It's going to move the yeah. direction of it. Yeah. <laughs> but there would have been a way to get round it, but they just didn't think... They weren't thinking. No. So then Patrick no. Stewart ends up in Victorian times. Man. Where he, yeah. he wants, this is awful. Yeah. He wants to live in Victorian times. This is so yeah. bad. The, and the thing I really wished, you know, when he wanders out of the living room... And you, there's a portrait mm. of obviously his ancestor on the wall. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's just his, it's what he talks about. It's isn't just it? his Picard. Yeah, it's his, got his face. It's as his well. face on an old yeah. like. Uh, but you can't yeah. really see it clearly. Like I, uh, that must be such a it, funny picture. Like it looks like um, you know Ghostbusters two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you can Vigo. buy that. I bet that picture's somewhere. I bet someone owns that. Oh, that it looks really actually. Funny. This is, you know what annoying as well about this. You know, like Picard is going about he's the ancestors of Picard, and he's like, oh yeah, the Picard who was on the yeah. oh yeah like, yeah. Worked in Nelson, yeah, yeah. the Picard that won the Nobel Prize for <laughs> yeah. peace, or whatever. Like, yeah. But also, if he was at, if he was at Trafalgar and he's French, mm-hmm. wasn't that a defeat? Wouldn't he? Have... No, he was British. Oh, he, he British. defected at, the, at that point. The Picards had defected. I think in to... this universe, the Britain British have taken over France. That's why they all speak <laughs> with a perfect English. Actually, he's the wrong. I didn't think of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so either has to be, either he's talking about a giant loss, or he's saying yeah. he's yeah, or, or he defected. He was a yeah, he was a treacherous yeah. snake. Yeah. yeah, the Picard that betrayed his homeland, <laughs> and, and his family was gifted a vineyard in France. Yeah, for their betrayal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, brilliant. Um, also, he somehow got this picture that, like, because they they also about the fact there's like a massive apocalypse, isn't there in, in Star Trek? We well, see it in the next film, don't you? Everything's gone to shit. World War but III, somehow, yeah. his massive Picard picture survived the <laughs> literal end of the world. Yeah. Oh, it's a dream. And his vineyard. Yeah. And his vineyard. Yeah. It's a dream. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a pretty. Um, I mean, if that's his dream life, then I'm. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I it's don't a bit get, embarrassing. Why are they all dressed like they're in a Dickens book? I don't get no. that. Is that like Picard's idea of? Is this is this how Picard actually has Christmas? With no, this his is brother? how Americans think yeah. Picard has. Christmas. That's what I was going to say. It's Americans' view of what Jean Luc Picard yeah. would of want. A French Christmas. Yeah. Of a French. So, I, mean, so, I, want, so... I wanted Miss Piggy and Kermit round the table. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But so you think you think then that in canon, in world, yeah. When he goes back to the chateau, his brother and Rene and all that. This yeah. is how they're having Christmas in World. Have you? Well, that episode they live like literally. They're like, not dressed like in this. The Stone though. Age. Like I know no they look. Yeah, they, they've got like anything, puffy shirts, really but they're strange. not like in in Dickens. Like it's kind of. Not, uh, like, it's kind of useful for the film that the two people that are in the Nexus both like oldie worldy stuff that they have. <laughs> it's not like someone's like, oh, I really like technology. I'd really like to be in the... F-. Like, yeah. no, no. We both like really old houses but, that are very easy to source. But Kirk had gone back to an actual place. Well, it's his house, which isn't it? he remembers. It's his house yeah. and his, his horses and... Tomorrow. Yeah. This is like a dream world, this one. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, so then he goes to meet Kirk... Oh, Guinan's on a on a uh, rocking horse. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, really that's weird, funny. isn't it? <laughs> Carousel. Yeah, that's really uh, funny. That's really yeah. random. Yeah, they go to you know, they can go to anywhere in the universe, but their uniforms stay on. You know, when they go back to you know, you know, when Shatter turns up in this bit. Yeah, wouldn't it have been great if he's wearing those jet boots out of Star Trek Five? You know, and he goes down the side of the mountain because it's the same yeah, yeah, location, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, if he's like jetting about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so there's a little bit of reminiscing, and we get to have a thrill of seeing these two together. We get to a little bit of backstory. Is it a thrill? Did you did you enjoy this? No, it's quite it's quite melancholy and sad. This story, isn't it? What? Who, who is this woman? Was she in it before? No, we don't know. No, who she no, is. it's ma- it's nonsense. So and the dog, it's all bullshit. Isn't it a bit disrespectful? But like, if you had watched all of the films, so literally, you're sitting yeah. in the. Well, you have. Yeah, Alex. well, I have. Okay, so I'm imagining. Well, imagining, <laughs> imagining. I'm. A, you know as much as we do. Man. No, no. I mean, imagining at this when this was released. You're a bit older. Yeah. You're in that audience. You've watched all the films. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. you want Kirk to go back yeah. to where maybe his son was alive? I don't know. Yeah. Isn't there yeah. an or go back to where his son is, gets killed and, and stop, stop it? Uh, and he was grieving or, for for years. Yeah, it's a bit you of an. Should in- probably go and stop that. Shouldn't yeah, you? it's a bit of an insult that this life he wants to lead only happened what like yeah. five years ago or something before he died. Yeah. It's not- well, what I don't get is well, the timing of it because he says, doesn't he? This is the day that I told Tamara if it was I was going back to Starfleet. Yeah. yeah. But so how much time's passed between Star Trek six and this? Yeah. Uh, I thought he didn't look much older. Well, no, I thought they all went off into explore the world, nicked the ship, and went off into adventures on their own. Yeah, that's what you're led to. Or is this? No, no, they retired at the end of six. Yeah, so but but he says this is when he told this is his memory when he tells us when he's going back to Starfleet. Yes. So when did this happen? Well, it must have just been a few years from when at the end of six they retired. He did this, and then he went back as like a desk captain or something, because then he had to go, they had to go and sit on the B while Ferris Bueller's mate <laughs> was yeah. doing the captain king. Yeah. It's almost like I've not thought it through, isn't it? It's really? just very odd that the, like the bit that he wants <laughs> yeah. to return to is like, yeah. uh, like not that. Well, I mean, what, what's the, like you say, Alex, what's annoying is you've got like 30, 40 years of history with Kirk, all mm. these things you could pull from mm. and they make as a memorable moment. Couldn't you? Anything. Yeah. And they make some, like, even it, yeah. 
you know, you know, it could be just he's on the Enterprise yeah, and like, yeah. you know, you, you, no, because he needs whole to get horses set. in there because <laughs> he's a big horse nut. Yeah, and he he rented his own horses to production for a lot yeah. of money, yeah. apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he, he likes, loves to show off that little side move he does, doesn't he? Where he, oh, he goes, yeah, a, yeah. goes next oh, to Picard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's always wanking off. Old shat. Yeah. Um, and then... Oh, oh, Lucy doing... pointed out that uh, there's a really bad... Um, when he's cooking, there's nothing in the pan when he cooks on this. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. see? Well, so, it is the yeah, future. Yeah, <laughs> well, he, he's got them terrible looking eggs which when he cracks well, no, it's, just, uh, it's just black but apparently though they, they just disappear and there's, there's some shots when he's just he's like, just like oh, eating nothing yeah and I think it's because it's black I'm looking at it oh, okay. now oh, right, okay. it's just black eggs well, we'll so we'll how would you ever know they were burnt okay. if they're black eggs <laughs> yeah Qatarian eggs oh, apparently Qatarian eggs uh, Patrick Stewart goes for a ride as well. We know that he rides because in, in Next Gen he rides sometimes. Um, and they just. There's a real bit of like awkward sort of like bro, like, yeah. you know, dick wave in here, isn't it? Like, oh, I can ride, no, I can oh, ride. Just, yeah, you, yeah, just, you just wish that someone had been brave enough to. To say, Shanna, you don't or, need to or be. Or even here. to say. Yeah, or even just to say that these two captains actually wouldn't have got on, I don't think. I don't think that they're very similar people. And I don't think well, they think would about have... about it, they're from completely different eras. Yeah, and I don't think yeah. their styles are This the would same. be like Nelson working with the captain of now. Yeah. Well, no, because they're only 80 years apart, aren't oh, they? Okay. But Kirk yeah. is like action, war, you know, like think first. He's very different. You know, yeah. think first. That's the whole point of Picard. Yeah, he's, he's the not opposite Kirk. of Kirk. And I don't think yeah. that... Yeah, you're right. It feels really forced to put them... And it feels more. It feels like a, a like a disservice to Picard, not to Kirk. It's like they've pandered to Kirk to make Picard. It should be more, more like a sort of um, a prior Wilder, see no evil, hear no evil sort of situation, yeah. <laughs> where they're kind of yeah. They've both got some sort of handicap, and they're both playing off each other, sort of not really like each other. Or they've got, got, to get got along. like a chain connected by a chain <laughs> yeah. around yeah. the neck. <laughs> I mean, the real problem is that, like, this this whole amazing meet-up, whatever, is crushed into the last 20 minutes of the film, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And if it had been over a longer period, you could have seen them perhaps be, you yeah. know, antagonistic at the start. I and, mean, it, But they really rush this relationship, yeah. don't they, to get back to the planet as yeah. fast as possible. I mean, basically, they say a secret word. It means captains can work together. Yeah. And then they go back in time. It's, now, is it back in time? Are you still in the Nexus? What the fuck is yeah. going on? Because uh, also... Kirk's like visions where they end up. See, he's it's not his will, like because he goes from the kitchen yeah. to the stables. It's like, <laughs> yeah, and he's just got yeah. there. And well, also, it's a stupid point weird. to go back to. You could go back to a much easier point. Yeah, I mean, let's go back to the fucking like ten forward when he was talking to McDowell and he just shoots him in the head. <laughs> yeah, let's just or, do that. No, why don't they go back to when Kirk met him? Yeah, and. Like on the, that oh, first that would time, be and be. go just drive the fucking ship away quick. This next yeah, thing, imagine that. Also, shoot that guy in the imagine head. Imagine that. It's like Scotty's like, oh, I'm ready to beam them up, and Kurt's just like, no, because Don't they need do to it. save Guinan. Them die like that, and he just lets them all die on no, the ship. Because they need to save Guinan. Nah, fuck You're best Guinan. just going literally, <laughs> literally, just go back to when they turn up it's at true. that observatory yeah. and just shoot yeah. torpedoes at it. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, like, also, there's no they they apparently can appear at any point, can't they? So rather yeah. than appear at the bottom of the mountain, just appear next to. Uh, McDowell and just push him up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know. pretty dumb. Uh, yeah, it's really stupid. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So <laughs> then there's just the whole old fashioned fight with Kirk and McDowell, and you've got to do it, haven't you? You've got to do this, it. Yeah. It's Kirk's just, got to punch a man. Yeah, it's all being macho. Uh, kind of a crap fight at the end. The Enterprise crashes again. Uh, yeah, Kirk dies. And and do you know yeah. how much money they spent on reshoots? Um, quite a lot, I'd imagine. Five million. Right. One six. What, what, on, on what? Because originally Kirk died from being shot in the back by uh, Malcolm right. McDowell. And when they yeah. when they played that, people were majorly like pissed off. They did not like uh, it. So they had to get him yeah. back and reshoot his death. And luckily they had that bridge thing still. They had to rebuild yeah, yeah. loads of that set and do that bridge thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Malcolm McDowell received death threats uh, from Star Trek fans after he killed uh, right. Captain Kirk. Because people are pretty stupid and they think that <laughs> they think he really um, did it. Yeah. Patrick Stewart is missing his com badge in this whole last uh, fight. Is he? Because they, the Klingon, when he's first down on the planet with Malcolm McDowell, mm. he, does he have his com badge? Uh, that's a, that's an oversight. Not to be able to ring and say, hey everyone, I'm all right, by the well, way. Because they do like the, <laughs> they do like the exchange of prisoners, don't they? Yeah. And beam him down. And he doesn't have his com badge on then, Right. But then when he gets sucked into the the, the Nexus, he's got his com badge. <laughs> and then when they go back to the Nexus, when they go back to the planet, he hasn't got his com badge again. Oh, dear. I don't... I, yeah. They've, they've, they've dug themselves into all sorts of fucking yeah. holes. Although I... Don't you think that... I, I was going to say, I had one big question, but actually yeah. the film, mm. I worked it, the film answered it for me. Well, yeah. no, I, I found out the answer for me. I was yeah. thinking, does Geordi, did Geordi ever find out that his visor has a bug in it that lets Klingon see what he's looking at? But allegedly, this is the last time he uses his visor. He gets implants. True. So yeah. they obviously, it really weird yeah, he obviously <laughs> did work it out that there was a... I mean, it's a bit of a security flaw in general that it's never really come up. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're, they've never, yeah. <laughs> and also, we, it's been established that he actually doesn't see in that, like, in like a oh, camera. Oh, yeah, he sees in, um, yeah. He sees in, like, like, like different yeah. bands of light, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. um, you know Kirk's death? Mm. Yeah. Like, I don't like Kirk at all. He annoys me, as yeah. we discussed on the last of these things. Yeah. But it really is a pretty piss-poor way for him to go out, isn't yeah. it? Don't you think? Yeah. Just falls off a like a ladder and then gets crushed by a rock. Is it any, it's a bit any of better a... than like fucking around with a computer on a ship and then the whole a hole gets burnt <laughs> in the side of it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... well, no, but he should be like piloting the the Enterprise into the sun or something, yeah. or on a you know like <laughs> yeah. on a sort of epic mission of, of self sacrifice, rather yeah. just buried under a few rocks. You know, yeah, it's pretty rubbish. Yeah, just seems like a real. I mean, I don't like him, but it's a uh, and uh, and Shatner didn't he like? He, there's loads of books, aren't there? He wrote afterwards about him like not dying, and he comes back to life. Oh yeah, and stuff. he wrote himself back in, and <laughs> yeah, the Borg resurrect him or something, and there's all sorts of. Mm. Do you know? He, apparently, I read an interview saying that he pitched. Um, I, I don't know if it was around this sort of time, or if it was like as next generation, generation was ending. He pitched Paramount on an idea of coming back and doing a TV series, like as him being a really old captain, yeah, like yeah. a Picard oh, thing wow. for Kirk. But can you imagine that? Oh It'd be fucking God, awful. That would be terrible. <laughs> There's a shot where Patrick, the, Patrick Stewart's made him a grave on the top of the <laughs> mountain. Yeah. yeah. And there's a helicopter shot. 
and that is not Patrick Stewart. No, no. Oh, I, it's I mean, all, all the um, the long like. shot doubles on the horse as well of Shatner. Like yeah. it's a, a man who's about five stone lighter. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, obviously, because this person had to sit there for stand there for hours while they got the helicopter <laughs> yes, in the right yeah, place and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> and obviously, Patrick Stewart was like, "Fuck off." Yeah, I'm not doing that. It's a pretty rubbish ending anyway, because then you see Riker and Picard like on the smashed up bridge, and it's yeah. kind of like they do that big thing about like, oh, I don't think this will be, but it's it's a bit apologetic the way he says like, oh, I think someone else will be in that chair someday. Like it's almost a bit like, hey, audience, yeah. if you like us, we'll come back. But if you don't, that was all. Like, oh, we're going to build a new enterprise. Yeah, but it, but it's a little bit like they're saying. Like, this could have actually been... If this hadn't worked and no one liked this as a film... Oh, that's what they argue. Yeah, that, that it's almost it. like... It's yeah. kind of almost... I've, I've, I've rarely seen a film so obvious about it's kind of... Please, can we come back? <laughs> like a confidence. Yeah, like it yeah. has no confidence. Yeah. And also, get... ILM, or ILM didn't want to use the Enterprise-D because it's a shit thing to shoot uh, with, apparently. Oh, like, okay. the design right, okay. of it is not set up for... It's a TV show thing and uh, not a, okay. a oh, film interesting. miniature. Yeah. And uh, so they wanted to not... get rid of it. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. And the next one is designed by ILM. Yeah. Um, the and also there's a little in joke when he's in his office and they're looking for the uh, like the the, book. Uh, the the book of photos. Yeah. He like picks up a little statue and then like just like shrugs and puts it back down and this and there's an em- there's an episode of TNG where that statue is literally it would be the equivalent to like the Mona Lisa in their <laughs> universe it is like the rarest most important artifact because it's also a bit of a amateur archaeologist is Picard yeah. So that's why his office is literally full of stuff. <laughs> but he leaves all of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that's there's another plot hole there because you know, in the first episode of that new Picard series, yeah, yeah. All that they go into his little vault and yeah. he's got his flute and stuff from where he lived yeah. that life. Yeah, his little mm. miniature but, of the. the yeah, ship. well, no, it's all on this planet. In, in... <laughs> Smash well, the unless, shit. unless there was another team that went down and got. He, he, like, he just did the book bit what just a for this scene. <laughs> yeah. It's like a salvage crew. Like, oh, do you think you yeah. want this? Uh, yeah, better put it in the crate. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, Chris, what's that? What what class is that ship at the end that flies off? That little like piddler one. Which one? The weird which one? Is the little one. There's like a little weird one. It's got one nacelle on it and I'll one more nacelle and a weird little like. Um, it's got like a little like Cardassian sort of looking bit on the back of it. Let me have a little look here. It's basically so, the, the saucer section with with one warp nacelle on the back. Uh, so you've got the big big one is a nebula class. Nebula class. Which is basically the saucer of a D. Yeah. Enterprise D with uh that big sensor array on the top. Yeah. Oh it's got two nacelles, isn't it actually? Is two nacelles yeah. underneath. Yeah. And then in the foreground you've got an O Birth class, which was in Star Trek three, I think. We remember oh, seeing right, that. Okay. That's no. Yeah. And then off to the left is a Miranda class, and that was what Khan had, the mm. the Reliance. Ah. Which was in Star there we Trek two. Thanks. I know you'd know. Yeah, of course he does. Do you know that this was uh, (laughs) one of the first movies to have a website created to promote it? Ooh. Yeah. What was on it? Uh, I can tell you exactly (laughs) what was on it. Just shat now. So it was was, uh, generations.viacom.com. It was launched on October 28th, 1994. Catchy. Catchy. It had graphical (laughs) interface resembling the L Cars display of the Enterprise. 
Amazing. Uh, it included videos of both versions of the movie trailer, audio clips, photos, cast and crew biographies, shopping from a catalogue of Star Trek videos on VHS with a 1-800 number to call to order, and a downloadable Sweet. interactive kit with images and videos and a simple game. Uh, a fan survey on Star Trek favourites and online access. It was mentioned on the NCSA What's New site and quickly became one of the most popular destinations on the fledgling World Wide Web. The website no longer works. No. No shit. Uh, yeah. I bet someone's resurrected that, though. Maybe. It's generations.viacom.com. There you go. If that works. A simpler time, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's your lot. That's Generations. They, they warp off into the future. And we get a better film next into time. Into a better film. Yeah, yeah. Into a much better <laughs> film next time. Literally one of the best films is next. Like. Well, let's hope. I'm worried. Oh, <laughs> I'm very worried. What, That's at this what point? About, about, about First Contact, I'm very worried about it. Okay. What do you mean? Well, do we need to get into it now? I just, I, I haven't seen it in a few years, and I've got a whole oh, man, I've seen it. I see it regularly. Terribly. Okay. I watch it regularly. Okay. It's great. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, anyway, that's for another time. Where does this one go? Where does right, it go? Then. So, I mean, I didn't think it was some... terrible. It, oh no, data is so annoying though. Do you want some list facts? Yeah. The lowest Star Trek film on the list is Star Trek Five, 140. Better yeah. than that. The highest that. is Star Trek Two at number nine. It's nowhere near Ruffa Khan. But I'm going to say, for me, this is the third worst Star Trek film. Whoa. Okay. okay. Where does that put us? Um, oh, sorry, that's out of all ten. Um, there's more than ten, but I don't count the ones. Out of, the, out of this list, I don't know. Do you think it's better or worse than Star Trek 3? That's probably the question, isn't it? Yeah, isn't search for sport. That's, a, that's at 75. Yeah, that is the question. I think that is the pressing question. Do we go from the top? It's not as good as 2, is it? No, no. no. It's not as good as 6, I don't think. No. No No way. No. no. So the next one down would be 3. Oh, no, actually, the next one down... No, yeah, it's... Sorry. Hang on. Sorry, no, 4. Is it, It's not as good as 4. No. No. Uh, one? Yeah, now, is it better than one? See, I don't like one. I think one, one's... I think one's too high. We were mad. Yeah, we were it. mad yeah. to put one up there. <laughs> it's next to Phantom Menace as well. It's like we just had like a weird... Yeah, we, had a, we had a bit of a breakdown at that point. Well, the Nexus intervened. All right there, but... Uh, Maybe it is ones. better than the first one. Mm. It's better than Search for Spock, isn't it? No, I, don't I don't think, think it's, it's better, better than, than the first Spock. one. I think it's... Down. I don't think it's better than three either. I don't think it's better than three. No, I'd rather okay. watch three. So then, uh, where where's the next one on the list? We're talking. Well, then, then we go to five. Which I put we... it in the Godzilla range, the eighty-two sort of yeah range. I, th- I think it's worse than that. I I was thinking more sort of the hundred sort of range. Yeah. Mm. Um. But but you know. Um, oh, you get. I mean, it's a poor film. <sighs> There are some really annoying bits, and it's badly handled, and it's a little bit disrespectful in a way, isn't it? It's not, it's not mine, Picard. It's not. That's it. Like it's more of a. I think it's it, it's weird watching it at the same time as this Picard TV series because it, it, this already kind of ruined Picard, which mm. I didn't realise in a way. You know, like it's already not the Picard that is Picard. No. It, I think they were I'm not sure if that's it. intentional. No, I don't just... think there's anything wrong with the characters. I just think it's a it's just a ill conceived story. It's yeah. just not it's just not high enough stakes. No. We fixed the story yeah. on this podcast, to be honest. So yeah. I should be thankful. No, none of the films the stakes have been like as small, funnily enough, as like one planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't nine as well? Isn't insurrection also that 
same sort of yeah they're like episodes yeah nine's a weird film yeah so what we're saying eight is then Ryan Godzilla you're saying um, I, I'm going to say I think it should be about I think 88 yeah I think Jurassic World was probably bet, was maybe better yeah. worse maybe 90 actually worse 90 yeah Sunshine pisses me off oh 89 Sunshine was terrible yeah, 89 is in the middle of a three. What we say 89. there? You're 89. Yeah. yeah, yeah, done. Sold to the to the old fat captain that died <laughs> on a rock. <laughs> Shat's still kicking eyes, isn't he? Though, yeah. he must be bloody what? 90 now. He must be old. Mm. Don't you think they would? Would they have left him on that rock, or wouldn't? Wouldn't the? They've taken his body back, wouldn't they? To her, yeah. Like, is Picard telling them about that though? Yeah, it's a bit it again. Be, it's it's a, only on the next planet over. It's a bit of a they... big secret to leave. Yeah, you know that guy who's like a legend. Oh, that's a point. Yeah, like he just, yeah, he just kept his mouth closed. He didn't tell anyone, does he? He didn't mention to the right end. <laughs> Maybe the that crew that were picking up all Picard's shit found the rocks and were like, oh, "What's under these rocks? Oh my god, that's fucking. There's a guy here." <laughs> It probably felt like it, it's crap that Shatner disappeared. Sorry, Kirk disappeared. But like, this is—if everyone knows this is how Kirk died, like buried by a crap villain under some rocks. Yeah, he probably wanted to tell a better like hero's death, vanishing in the. True. The air, yes. You know? yeah. It depends on what level the the Federation like investigates. Investigation, yeah. Because there was that explosion that happened where his yeah. rocket didn't take off and. And really, the captain's log should mention that he met Kirk and went back in time and went to heaven. Yeah. And all this <laughs> Do you think Picard just like what? What you didn't see, like that helicopter shot, is just Picard. He just buries him. And he's like, "Who's the captain now, bitch?" Yeah. Just says that. He's fine enough going. <laughs> captain's log visited desolate planet. Had nice time. And really, the Federation should just keep like a ship, literally just following that ribbon all, yeah. at all times. So if mm. the Federation ever goes tits up and gets conquered, yeah, those... they just send a signal out to that ship and say, jump into the ribbon and go back a week. Mm. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yes. also remember yeah. to ring up all those guys we saved and ask them about the ball because yeah. we may have missed something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a get-out-of-jail-free card knowing that ribbon exists. Yeah, yeah. So really, Picard should have reported that. Also... Yeah. Not to go back too much, but how addictive it was. They didn't, neither Picard nor uh, Kirk had well, that, that much tra- trouble getting out of it, did they? No, they weren't no, that bothered. Yeah. It's about like 10 minutes to <laughs> change their mind about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but he's, he's of a higher. It's true. It's true. We're not captains. We don't understand. Well, Picard's problem was he shouldn't have got baubles in his dream because he kept seeing the sun in the baubles, didn't mm. he? If he d- d- dreamt up something other than like some tinsel or something, he probably would still be there, wouldn't yeah, he? It's true. It's true. Mm. I blame the tree. <laughs> Anyway, what's next? I mean, really, given you've got that holodeck technology, you shouldn't be fucking crying about anything, really, should you? No, it's true. Especially not that little twat Renner. Yeah, you can see no. him whenever he likes in his in a holodeck, yeah. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't want to be the guy who has to, like, hose down the holodeck every day, would you? <laughs> every morning. <laughs> I would, I would hope the holiday was self cleaning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just fills up with water and then back down again. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like bleach, like a dishwasher. <laughs> like a ton of bleach just drops out of the roof. Yeah, yeah. cleanses everything. <laughs> Especially after Geordie's been there, he's a bit yeah, of a yeah, uh, yeah. bit of a perv old Geordie. No, Riker. 
No, Riker doesn't need to go in there. Riker's got the actual women on the ship, yeah. but Geordi was always like a loser in love. No, I was only reading a thing about... Uh, I was reading a thing about the episode where he, the woman that invented the, the drive, that one, when he makes a holiday oh, yes, version yeah, of her yeah. and then gets yeah, off with her. And then the yeah. real one turns up and he has a go at her. Yeah, for, very awkward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, It was an interesting article. It was basically an article yes. about characters, how they would survive the Me Too thing, and that Geordie was yeah, one of yeah. them. Oh, Geordie would be first to go, yeah. Geordie's <laughs> against the wall, yeah. Like, Riker's actually, like, obsessed with the concept of, like, consent. Riker is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Riker's really into making sure people are all right with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah, very they're woke. All, they're all woke. Well, they're not all where woke. He gets, he gets like... He's, uh, they're a more primitive planet. He gets, like... He ends up in, like, their Area 51, because they think he's an alien. Oh, which yeah. He is. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, the scientists won't let him go unless he shags her. Yeah. yeah. Again, not really woke. There's a, I think there's, there's, there's a whole like, colony of them. I think he shags the entire Yeah, yeah, to get out. Oh, <laughs> And the men. <laughs> well, anyway. Oh, On that we could note, what's next? Days, couldn't we? Yeah. We could. Trek. We need our own Star Trek podcast, <laughs> I think, like a spin off. Just like called, like, I don't know, rambling about it. Yeah, someone's already got Talk Trek, haven't they? That exists already. Yeah, there's a good one day. Yeah, there's a good uh, next gen one I listen to all the time. Um, uh, what's next week? Uh, uh, the the T Rex. Yes, next week we're watching Tammy and the T Rex. Tanny which, or Tammy? Well, well, that's we'll, we'll get into that we'll get into next that. week. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that next week. Officially, it's called Tammy and the T Rex. I saw uh, Tanny. So yeah, yeah. you did I, several now, times. On paper. Probably the best piece of like human art. It was literally like it was made for you. It's like it's like <laughs> yeah. your holodeck simulation, isn't oh, it? Oh yes, that's true. Yeah, we're watching this because I can't. Did I find it? You find it? It's one of us. I found think it. I, we yeah. mentioned it before and, um, because I knew it was coming out on yeah. Blu-ray. And it was the the, the plot line is basically Denise Richards uh, is in love with an animatronic T Rex, mm. and so instantly we thought, well, this is like Chris's. This is this is Chris's guy in the Nexus. Yeah, this is the <laughs> Nexus for Chris. <laughs> He's riding around the back of a T Rex no, with Denise Richards. Yeah, you would time. you would blow up you would blow up a planet to get to that Nexus, wouldn't you, Chris? <laughs> he would. Yeah, he would. I think we all would. Yeah, I think. No, I would too. To be honest, before yeah. we watch the film, I think we all would. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's next week anyway, so, yes. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, Can't wait until the next Star Trek film we do. Mm. Uh, Mm. uh, Yeah, so, have we had any correspondence before we go? Uh, We've got some, but I'll do it next week, because this one's running pretty long. We're we're almost an hour and a half. So, So, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, it's at SF Rating. Sci-Fi Rating. Sci-Fi Rating, I knew that. Uh... And any of the, anywhere the social things, uh, yeah. and then uh, I'll say goodbye. Uh, <laughs> bye, Alex. Say bye. Bye. Make it so. One hundred and thirty episodes in, and this is the state of the goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the way I do it. Right. Okay. I know the way you do it. Okay. We can't all be the same. This is somehow no, making no, it true. longer as well. I don't know how you've done that. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we have this discussion every time. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Carry so, on. Continue. Uh, so it's Bye. goodbye from me and it's goodbye from Sam. Bye. Bye. Cheerio. Bye.